0: Brad, I disappoint my wife all day every day. So <laughs> I love uh, that was recorded. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm leaving it in too. I mean it, like <laughs> yeah. he's gonna open with I disappoint my wife. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah, cut everything else before it out, just that's the that's your gonna wife's gonna chime in one day and be like, Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean she is in Discord, so she
1: could. Yeah. Uh, How are you gonna bump those numbers up, Caleb? I mean you can get past three seconds.
0: Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to like figure. I don't know. Do some training or something. Stamina the exercises. Exercise. <laughs> there you go. Male Kegel exercises. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Frank. I think but, I think you missed this part of the conversation last week. We had this yeah, one. you were you weren't on for this one.
2: <laughs> it,
3: it's all good. Uh, I understand enough uh, through context. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Caleb's wife actually popped. I think Caleb's wife in the background
1: popped off. Like, basically took a stab at it and,
3: like, <laughs> in front of all of us, and lost. That's unfortunate, but uh, amazing at the same time. Yep. So,
0: yep. Oh. Um. Well, on on the note of disappointing my wife, uh, welcome to the Gamers Night Out podcast. <laughs> uh, I, my name is Caleb, and I am here with uh, Brad, Eric, and Frank. Uh, how you guys doing tonight? I'm dying. <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'm
4: sorry, I can't get. I gotta get out of my system. As, good as you can expect.
0: Oh man! Well, Frank, why don't you uh, why don't you kick us off and tell us about your week?
3: Uh, not much to say. I've been just working as usual, and in my free time, I've been working on Greedfall. I finished the game. Uh, I reloaded some saves to get multiple endings. And now I'm going through one final playthrough to get the to piss this off a certain character that I have and get the bad ending to get the platinum.
0: Yeah, I was wondering if you were gonna go for the for the platinum on that one. So yeah. what did you Sorry what? Oh no go ahead, go ahead.
3: I was just gonna say like uh the story is alright. Like I I have nothing it's not something to complain about, but it's not like uh it's not grabbing me as much as I thought I would. But it's still a good story overall. But the gameplay I love the gameplay.
0: About how long does it does it take to get through it, do you think?
3: Uh, if you're going for just the story or the platinum?
0: Uh just the story.
3: Like if you're just going to go for the main story, do a few side quests, I'd say maybe twenty to thirty hours.
0: Alright, so that's not too bad.
4: Yeah.
0: And I forgot what my I had another question lined up and I forgot who it was, so <laughs> but uh good deal. So uh well what about you, Brad? What have you been up to?
1: Uh well my last night I uh finished and got the platinum for Ratchet and Clank rift apart on, on PS five, so that was uh that was a good time. Uh Gave the game a 10 out of 10. I don't give that score very often, but I, I had a 10 out of 10 experience with, with Rift Apart. Um, I think they did just enough to make. It feels like a truly a next-gen game, I think, with the, the groundbreaking and fluidness of it. I mean, the graphics are the most revolutionary graphics I've seen in a while. Uh, it was a big leap. And on top of that, I loved how fluid the gameplay was. You could do so much on it. The game was so fast. I loved how the rifts worked apart, and you could just transport, and everything was just seamless, fluid. Like it was the most fluid game I've I've ever played. I I, I think that's where the groundbreaking uh, some of it came with. It wasn't just the upscaling of the graphics, but just what you could do in the game. There was like no lag, frame rate drops. Like I could be spamming like the rhino infinitely, and like you'd have no gameplay lag. And like there's stuff dropping out of the sky left and right uh, with the Rhino Eight, and it's just like no lag, no nothing. Like it just the game runs seamlessly, and I think that's fantastic. And it was that classic platforming feel. They told a really good story. Rivet's a fantastic character, by the way. I loved I love how it. they yeah, she was fantastic. I loved it. the voice acting was phenomenal, as as they have been with Ratchet and Clank games. Uh, the humor's still up there, but yeah, they told a very thrilling narrative, and they they gave a lot of likable characters. There was just nothing I could. There was nothing I to hate about it. It was it was classic platforming where they did enough innovation, but didn't uh, you know didn't stray from that. And I like that the gold bolts brought back like classic video game cheats. Um, you know, alternating skids, big head, small head, and then you could get infinite ammo and infinite health, and I'm like, all right, so by the final boss, everything you collect all the golden bolts. I'm just like i can just I can just hold down circle and the rhino h just doing my job for me
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> I,
0: I i I used the uh, cheats for like the weapon levels like I just turned on infinite ammo and infinite health to grind the weapon levels that was that uh, that's so that was weird. real nice.
1: It was the easiest way. Once I got those cheats at the end of the game, I was like, "Holy crap!" Like all my weapons were like leveling up, like to five, like in no time. It it, it was great. My Rhino upgraded from like level one to five, like in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Now, uh, you're playing it a uh, little bit after release. I know there at the start, and even I played it like a maybe like a three weeks after it came out, and there was still some some bugs dealing with the. Uh, with the graphics modes, did you get any any kind of glitches or anything when you played through it?
1: Oh, sorry. Whoops. No, actually, I didn't. Um, I had no problems with the game whatsoever. It, 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 I, I'm happy. I, I don't know what it's like for everybody else. I, I did. I did have a patch that was installed when I played it. So uh, I don't know if that was a recent patch or a day one patch. Um, but no, everything ran fluidly. I, I set the settings what I want. I played. I, I set up the 4K on it and played at 60 frames. And I did not have any uh, I didn't have any frame rate drops or anything like I, I literally just the game ran the same way the entire time. I, I was very impressed. Um,
0: it was good. So also awesome. it sounds like they might have everything fixed. Uh, when I went through, I, I think I had one or two like like game breaking glitches where like it. I had to restart the console, um, but it sounds like they might have all that worked out now. So that's good.
2: Yeah,
1: I think they do because I I never had to restart the game. Um, and I kept the console in rest mode, and I just res- mm-hmm. did quick resume the entire time, and it picked up right where I left off. No issues. No no like textures needed to like finite or anything. It was just I picked up where I left off, and it was good. Everything ran fast. That super speedy SSD. Uh, I, I was actually really nice to see. I didn't have to do like the three planet low when the ships are flying. Mm-hmm. When, uh, the ship thing. It was just like, oh, hey, I'm at the planet. Okay, you're in. I'm like, holy crap. So that that SSD continues to impress me on the PS Five with with the level of speed of just there are no load times. It's it's so weird not having load times. Like I love it. It's just so different.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that's when I checked my phone was during load times. And- oh yeah.
1: That's <laughs> time. I'm gonna hop on Twitter if I'm gaming. I'm gonna do it now. I don't have time. Like I, I you'll you'll never see me on Twitter if I'm gaming now because, uh, on a PS Five because it's just there's no load times. I don't have time to pick up my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'll
0: let uh, I'll let you take it off, Caleb. I've talked enough. Sounds good. Uh, I haven't had much of a week. Um, our our school district started back this week, uh, and so I've been I've been working. My summer vacation is officially over, and uh, when you don't do anything for two months and then start waking up early and going to work, uh, your body just decides that it hates you. So I've been exhausted and just kind of laying in bed all day. Um, I did play a little bit more Yakuza, uh, nice. just grinding out. Uh, I'm working on the part-time hero stuff, so I'm still in like chapter four, but uh, I'll, I'll have to move on here shortly because I'm 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 ready for more stories. I'm going to try to not do what I normally do and grind everything out at the beginning. It's um,
3: overwhelming at the beginning. It, it, you'll have plenty of time to spread that out.
0: Mm-hmm. Well I've heard on this one you can do like everything In, in the uh, premium adventure After finishing the story so
2: Yeah
0: uh, I'm going to save some of it um, And Brad will be happy I, I decided to move up Starting Tomb Raider So I have started <laughs> the original Playstation 1 version of Tomb Raider and,
1: So you got uh, the, the threat In your <laughs> mail He's been DMing me and he's shown me proof so. Yes <laughs> I,
0: have, I have sent pictures and video Proof um, It it's amazing it's so good I, I i have a little bit of trouble with the controls um just cuz they are you know like the playstation 1 tank controls they aren't perfect but they're much better uh, than what i expected and they they once you get used to it, it it the controls actually hold up pretty well um but yeah the game the game looks incredible it's i'm having a blast playing it i just finished the third level and I know Eric's gonna start it here before Tulons. So I won't talk too much about about some of this stuff. Um, but what I will say, I think uh, I think Eric's gonna play it on PC. So save often because I can't save all the time on the p s one version, and I've lost some progress because of shenanigans. So, yeah, the PC uh, versions have unlimited saves. But yeah, the original
1: PlayStation versions, there are unlimited saves only in Tomb Raider Two. And four
0: and five. Okay, see, I heard I heard three is, like, one of the hardest ones.
1: Three is really hard. It's brutal. I actually... I don't even care. I'm not afraid to admit it. But I actually use cheat codes to get a bunch of save crystals so I can save. Oh.
3: <laughs> the only thing I remember about three is you can lock the butler in the freezer.
1: That's, that's oh, yeah. two and three.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Well, I'll admit, I, I've been following a guide. Um, Just because I, you know, it's it's not the type of game that I've normally played. So, uh. by the way, there's nothing wrong with following a guide for them. Like I follow guides for all of them. Like
1: as a kid, mm-hmm. like I tried doing it without guides and stuff. But my mom played them, got me into them as an adult. Even she had to use guides sometimes. I mean, they are hard. Like they are like the unforgiving. You have to figure it out on your own, or you'll never beat the game. Type of thing. Unless you so. It, there's no shame in doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, the walkthroughs are great especially if you're not used to it because you won't really figure out what to do like I only knew how to do the first four levels of the game because I have them memorized because I played them so much as a kid and had to learn how to beat them that I memorized the first four but after that I had to I had to use (laughs) walkthroughs
0: and uh, yeah it's there's definitely some things I would not have been able to figure out like the gear locations in level three I would have never figured out where those were
1: no you won't you won't know um like i said i got lucky i learned how to memorize it just by watching my mom and playing it myself so like i like i had to i just had to do memory retention and that's kind of the thing about those games is you either spend your entire life figuring it out or you're going to look it up or eventually memorize it
0: Uh, and uh i did have one one glitch uh i sent it to brad I, i jumped off a ledge at the wrong angle and somehow managed to get stuck between two rocks.
2: It was like Laura was
0: dancing, though, and it wasn't really. Perfect. Fun. It, I was holding down the I guess it's the it's the action button because I was trying to get her to like move or jump or something. And yeah, she just like was twitching. It was weird.
1: That's, it, yeah. She really <laughs> looks like she's doing like a running man dance, though. It, it is really mm-hmm. funny. He, he DM me the video and I was laughing really hard. I was like, this is perfect. I was like the, the he had like a one in a million chance of landing. I, I it was that rare. I think well, I had
2: that
3: exact same glitch in uh, Assassin's Creed Origins.
0: <laughs> I'm, trying I'm to not get seen the Uncharted. No. Uh Go ahead, Eric, sorry.
5: I was just going to say, you're trying to pull the Uncharted thing. Just keep pressing the action button to move faster and then just
0: whats yeah. the game. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, that, that's been pretty much, uh, pretty much my week. Uh, so Eric, why don't, you, uh, why don't you wrap us up here with the weeks?
5: Honestly, it hasn't really been that much different from my previous weeks. It's just been working nonstop, you know, customer service and all that. Like, At least my Fridays usually tend to be like the slowest days of the week. So, I'll, At the very least, I've just mostly just been gaming once I've been finishing up with work. Um, I'm currently almost done with Dead Space now. I'm on Chapter 12, which I think is the last chapter of the game. I'm just nice. currently doing the last things i need to do in that i'll probably be done with it by by later today after we're done with the podcast i would have beat this game earlier this week but there's been also another game that's been also just um, it, it's been addicting and that's what you're free
4: oh. oh yeah
0: yep that's a weird way to say tomb raider
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Now, to yeah, be fair he. He did say he would play Tomb Raider after he finished no. Dead Space. So right now, I know was, I was—I was only joking.
5: That <laughs> was only a joke. <laughs> yeah. So like I've been also playing Witcher Free as well. Probably more than I would have been playing. Witcher Free is such a good game. I—I I can't really lie about it. I'm just addicted to it. I'm, I'm around almost forty hours into the game as of now, and. uh most of it, I'm still in Velen, like the first, like the yep. area, the first area of the game. I just have not left it. I have done a lot of the main story stuff, though. Currently, I'm like just doing the overgrad stuff. So you're and still looking I'm... for
3: lilac and the gooseberries.
5: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm just looking for the for the for like that the damn dandelion dude who's like, so who's obsessed with the ladies. Uh. And then I've also just been doing a lot of Gwent. It's just randomly just finding side quests out of the blue. Sir, you're <laughs> supposed to be saving the world. Why are you playing cards? <laughs>
3: they, they they specifically made a separate card game so that you didn't have to get bogged down
5: into that one. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I, I want to play it. Like, I play
3: no, it. I, I'm kidding. Oh,
0: yeah, it's, it's real good. It's really addicting.
5: <laughs> Honestly, I have not even changed my decks since like, the beginning. Like the same cards I've been using since the beginning, I've been using them now, and they have worked for me ever since. Like, nice. Was, speaking like, of... Just, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, speaking of gooseberries, by the way, I had gooseberry pie for the first time last week. Very good. Gooseberries are very good. Just just saying. If you have the chance, uh, try it. I'll do that. Anyway, continue, Eric. I'm sorry. I
5: just... I, I, I had to... No, nah, it's all good. But yeah, I'm pretty much just there with the store with Witcher Free and Dead Space. Once I beat Dead Space, then I'm going to try to start up Tomb Raider. I'm only going to gonna download it later tonight after I finish up Dead Space. Yeah, Whenever I end up putting it up after, that will depend on just how much my obsession with Witcher Free is going to be for this week because that game is very, very addicting and it's really hard to kind of like. I had to kind of force myself to play for Dead Space, just because I... Otherwise, I'm probably just going to be playing Witcher Free for the remainder of the month.
2: Well,
3: you're yeah. still not Act 1, so that means you still got, like, based on your current progression rate, you still got, like, another three months to go.
0: Oh, yeah, the game takes forever. And,
5: I mean, to be fair, I haven't been playing it consistently. I've been playing other playing other games as well, so a lot of dates, I don't... I would have probably already been, in like, halfway through Act 2, but I would really putting my focus into witcher free. So that's kinda like why I haven't I'm still in act one yet. But if I keep but if I just focus completely down on Witcher Free, that's gonna that's finish I could finish it before before the month ends. I'll probably even have it done before my birthday at the latest.
0: (laughs) But that is a bold claim, sir. I'm gonna hold yeah I'll believe that one when I see it.
3: All right, 40, then we're fine. Four, I'm Forty hours and you haven't left the first
5: area. <laughs> <laughs> well, then fine. Well we're gonna play this game. Then. then. I'm just gonna just pretty much just once I finish Dead Space, I'm just gonna straight up go for Witcher Free then. So That's sir, play sir,
1: sir, <laughs> sir. Tomb Raider.
5: <laughs> yeah, the made the side content of that game. <laughs> I'll play it. as like I'll play it during like the weekends. But I'm gonna be focusing down on Witcher Free then, if. If, this, if you haven't Tomb Raider by story. by
1: the next time we record this podcast, there's there's gonna be some words. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I just all all you just see is like, what do you mean? I, I'm playing it right now. I just show you just, just text you a picture at the title screen, and it just says <laughs> amount time played five minutes. See there. If you are you afraid of the
1: Final Fantasy seven fans, uh, <laughs>
2: just wait mm-hmm. till you see what happens when you don't
3: play Tomb <laughs> <Doom> Raider. <laughs> He's gonna send you pictures from Caleb's Twitter. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I'm,
3: just, I'm just gonna be picturing you like you know, just like just sending to me.
5: me like like angry pic like emotes or whatever in gifs, just, just like saying why aren't you playing Tomb Raider? And I'm just sitting. What yeah. do you mean I'm playing it right now? And this is like one thing <laughs> I just used.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm just saying if you were afraid of Final Fantasy 7 fans canceling you, oh wait till I cancel you for not playing Tomb Raider. <laughs> Uh, fun times
5: uh, i'll have more chance of getting just uh, being destroyed by the the tomb raider fans if i just post a picture or like a video of just me intensely making lara croft jump off a ledge and saying there i played tomb raider the end people would actually laugh
1: at tomb raider fans get a kick out of the lara croft desk oh my god there's like montages of that they're hilarious because she dies (laughs) in so many funny ways like those are the best If you haven't, if, if you're not a real Tomb Raider fan, unless you haven't intentionally tried to kill Lara just to see like the ridiculousness that you would have, like everybody who plays Tomb Raider has her dive off and just like land head first and like snap her neck and her body like <laughs> torqued all over the place. It's so funny.
3: I think people were doing that when the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn came out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I haven't I haven't done that purposely yet, but I have jumped off a couple of places that were too high and just plummeted to my death. So yeah, but that's usually to test that you can land and not die. That's that's the best part of video oh, games. Mine, mine was just an accident. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I'm just okay. like I need to get off this roof. How do I get out? Maybe I maybe I should go this way and I accidentally hit the jump button and jump off the edge. And I'm like oh, oh uh, well. a guy <laughs> goes to Shishima that we
1: could see how far like. Uh, Jen could jump off without dying, and then it'd just be like, this works. Oh shit, nope, I died too far.
3: (laughs) I mean, technically, you did jump off and get to the ground. That's true.
5: Uh, We'll we'll see. I've been doing that with Dead Space, seeing how many times I could see the monsters kill Isaac because they really murder that man. There's
3: like, I think something like 50 unique animations or something
0: mm-hmm well Levels and there's like 10. there's even more in two and like it gets it gets way more brutal in two yeah
3: I think there's even a trophy for it Well, at... oh, excellent
0: <laughs> have <laughs> you have you reached the the eyeball section yet he's um, on the final chapter if you're in the I think you might have done that part then
4: the eyeball chapter trying to
1: specifically
0: like uh, i'm trying to do it without spoiling anything
1: don't spoil i never
3: played the game
0: so I, I don't even know what you're talking about
3: and i played all of them
0: The there's a machine that that has to do something with his eyeball and you can screw it up and horrible things happen
3: all that yeah he's past that
0: okay it's been i hadn't played the game in like 10 years so
3: uh unless i was from like the second game might be from the second game.
0: That know might be know. from the second know. game.
5: Yeah, because I never, I never dealt with an eyeball machine. Like yeah, I've only dealt with the asteroids, which I do not know why they made that so needlessly difficult to control.
0: Oh um, no, that's that's <laughs> Dead Space 2. Um, yeah, it's I, I, I got
5: the
3: platinum on that game, and do you do not want to play that section on the hardest mode <laughs> at oh, all? My. Oh, my. Uh, I it took. I, I think I almost gave up on the platinum because that part was way too difficult. But I eventually got through it after like a, a I don't know, a few hundred tries or something. Jeez.
5: I was lucky I got it done like five tries, but like no, I'm
2: never doing that again.
0: All right. Well let's uh let's jump into some news here. Um we got a couple of quick ones that we're just gonna uh just talk about real quick. Um they announced that uh, Idris Elba, or I guess he announced that uh, Idris Elba is going to be the voice of Knuckles in the uh, next uh, Sonic movie. I guess they're calling it Sonic the Movie 2 or Sonic 2 the movie or something. I don't know. But, uh, uh, Sonic 2 and Knuckles, right? No, I don't know. <laughs> they, just, they really should just
1: call
3: it Sonic and Knuckles.
0: Yeah. Th- that would be, that's what they should do. That is really what they should do, but... Um, I think Man has an probably. amazing voice, so I'm I'm excited for that. He does. Uh, I, yeah.
1: I love
3: the actor. Yeah, he's a great
1: actor. I you know I, I will say when I pictured Knuckles, I didn't picture Idris Elba as the voice of Knuckles, but he'll make it work well.
5: Oh no! Oh yeah! If you haven't seen Suez's Squad, he'll make it work because. He's actually hilarious in Suicide Squad. Like, I have HP Max, up. and
1: it's on my agenda to watch. I was you too busy. To passing...
5: I really recommend it. It's really I was good. too busy
1: passing a kidney stone on Friday. To... Uh,
5: the last
3: movie I've seen him in was that Tower movie. Uh, the Dark, Dark tower. tower. Yeah, I don't
0: about that one. He don't was good
5: in that. that. He was the good in movie... that. Movie wasn't.
0: <laughs> the movie is is meh. The book series is really really good. Uh, yeah, yeah, they the thought of way to ruin Stephen. But, they thought of way to ruin Stephen King's book series with that one.
3: I can't wait for this movie to come out because meme culture has basically ruined Knuckles for me.
0: <laughs> oh. Is that like, Uganda Knuckles? W- yeah. <laughs> well, somebody was posting, I don't know if it's true or not, I need to look it up, you but really like, somebody it. was was posting like that the Idris Elba was from Uganda. Like That's where he was born. Uh, and that I'm would like, be a clever oh, wink.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: well... <laughs> But he's got the talent
3: uh... and voice to make it really good. So
1: oh yeah, oh, yeah. If, if if they do throw out the meme there, and, and Knuckles says, "Hey, do you know the way?" and everyone will be like, "Oh,
3: <laughs> they made Sonic floss," so I, I wouldn't put it past
5: them. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so can't confirm he's not from Uganda. He's from London.
0: Yeah, I thought he was, was British. That's what I, I, I thought too. I thought they were just making a joke, but I thought I'd throw it out there because it was. Yeah. I mean, even if it was a joke, it was pretty funny.
5: It was pretty funny so, yeah, All yeah,
0: right.
5: Like, what- I'm very excited to see what kind of things you're gonna do. I, I 100% can guarantee you, they are going to make a reference to that dumb scene from Sonic Adventure where he says, "Oh no."
0: I've never played Sonic Adventure. Uh, so uh, no yeah, the only Sonic saying. person here. <laughs> yeah, the rest of us don't do to Sonic.
5: Put, to basically put, like, just kind of give context to the reference, when there's a boss fight with Sonic and Knuckles, and every time you hit Knuckles, and then he he does this super like uh, monotone. Oh no! So a lot of people use that as like a meme because it's like how monotone he sounded during okay. the fight. So I, I have a feeling they're going to use that exact same thing for like the movie.
3: I'd be down for a reference to that, and I'd also, I'd also accept like if Sonic or Knuckles came from that portal to Earth and he ended up in Uganda, <laughs> oh. asking if he knew, if, if, and somebody asked him if he knew the way. Oh God! If
5: they're gonna do that. That's probably gonna happen. But well, see. I mean, the
1: easiest way to do it though is he landed in Uganda and he's looking for somewhere else. He's like, "Hey, do you know the way?" to <laughs> but- <Yeah. laughs> well,
5: The thing is, I don't know if that would actually work because, i from what I understood from the the plot that was leaked online, because they had actually someone had actually left a plot line for the movie at like the trademark office, and someone had posted it online, and basically it's that Eggman recruits Knuckles, and they go back to Earth. To try to like find a chaos emerald, which a lot of us, including me, think it's like the master emerald, It's like the a giant, like the giant, the green emerald that Knuckles protects in the in the game. Look,
1: look, Eric. Here's the thing. Here's what we're gonna tell you. If we got if the fans were good enough to get Sonic changed to a better design, we can get him to throw in a Ugandan joke. <laughs> yeah,
3: okay, all right, don't listen. <laughs> and we and while we're at it, we gotta get them to uh, reference uh, the chaos joke yeah. meme. Oh Final Fancy.
5: We were killing us! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Throwing
1: every reference in there. Alright.
5: Uh, except the creepy pasta references. I do not want to see any we're of that. We're talking stuff about Creepypasta pasta right now. <laughs> they, they wouldn't do that for a kids movie. No, but if you can tell. They did they're... that with Spongebob.
2: I wouldn't
3: yeah, be, but that's Spongebob.
5: Spongebob was never a kids show.
2: No, it was not. <laughs> it wasn't designed to be a kids <laughs> show originally.
5: Yeah, so it's like the fact that they've even had that, and like six-year-old watch that show. So it's like the fact yeah. they even had that creepy pasta reference in that in that one of those episodes so is like, yeah, I'm not surprised that they would actually go ahead and do that.
1: We should, yeah, let's not go down that
5: rabbit hole though. <laughs> uh,
0: the other the other quick story we got is the uh is about the Blizzard Activision lawsuit. Just a quick update. The Diablo 4 director, the Diablo 4 lead level designer, and one of the World of Warcraft designers have left the company due to their involvement with the allegations that uh, that sparked the lawsuits.
1: My one so, quick
0: comment on that,
1: since we focused on most of this last week, was trash is take- being taken out. Good to go. Yeah, that's
0: uh-huh.
5: all I gotta say on
2: that.
5: Yeah. And I'll also add a little bit to this. Apparently this also has affected Overwatch in, as an in esports, because now... One of the lead designers that left is named is Jesse McCree, one and who's also mm-hmm. the name of the cowboy from Overwatch. So now everybody, it's not like the esports people, are calling him just the cowboy.
0: Yeah, I did see that. That yeah, McCree was named after that guy, um, yeah. and so yeah, there there, there's been uh, talk from the from the esports and the gamer side of of trying to get the name changed. Um, you know so we'll we'll see what they choose to do there but i don't see it personally i don't see it happening but you never know mm-hmm. so well let's jump into uh, into some topics to uh, that we actually might have some more to say about here um the july numbers npd numbers finally came out sales numbers um Boy, for switch Yeah, the Switch had a really good month. Uh, So number 10, uh, you got Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, which is up from 13 last month. Uh, Number nine is Modern Warfare 2019, which was up from 12. Uh, Eight is Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is up from nine. I'm really glad to see that still still on the list because that game is incredible. It is fantastic uh mlb the show is number seven it's down from number four which makes sense sports games usually drop off pretty quick i think uh number six is super mario or not super mario golf mario golf super rush uh, and that's down from number three uh number five is minecraft which is up from eight so some something's going on there uh four is mario kart eight which has been on the list since it came out. Uh, and it's up from number seven, uh, monster hunter stories two is debuting at number three. Hey, good I've heard Capcom, though. Yeah, you're... that's, I want, I've heard such good things about that game. Like I, I really want to play a it. I'll give it to a It's It's a hell of a turner, you know, hats off mm-hmm. the cat. Well, and it, yeah, it's and good for the monster, uh, the Monster Hunter yeah. series oh, too. It's
1: becoming a, a big, a big seller for them, so that's mm-hmm. good. That means Capcom has shown that they can make some decent RPGs, and I think that that's that's a market they'll be able to continue to succeed in for a bit if they don't get too carried away.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so number two uh, is Black Ops Cold War, and it was number two last month. And then number one, everybody can guess what it was. It was the Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword remake. Doesn't make. It doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me one bit either. No, um, the minority people that we're going to talk shit about on the internet saying
1: it wasn't worth sixty dollars. I'm like, yeah, everybody was going to buy the game. It's the Legend of Zelda. You're not going to say no to Zelda.
0: Yeah. Ex- well, and, <laughs> I'm still. I'm still not even into the second dungeon yet, and I still say it's worth sixty bucks. So I had fun with it. I, I beat it. Um,
1: I had beaten it. I think last week that I tell you I beat it. Right. Right before. Uh, we beat it. I think that's oh. right. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. Yeah, I beat it, and. Uh, I thought here's what's here's the thing even a weaker zelda game is still a really good video <laughs> that's where i'm at um by the way another note by the way on the uh the npd sales by the way is the switch swept to japan um and that mm-hmm. was the first time that a single console apparently had swept um the top 10 board in japan since like 1988
0: oh wow so, we didn't we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week, but uh, the Switch also just passed up. I think the 360 and PS3 in sales. Not even surprised by that. Hmm. Um.
1: Yeah. The it's kind of funny the the PS3 and the 360. And I'm not going to go on a tangent about it, but I did find it funny that the 360 started off really hot. Sony started off really slow, and then by the end, like Sony picked up steam, but they both were just kind of in terms of sales, just kind of average,
0: mid tier, mm-hmm. like good
1: success, very successful, but yeah, not. Uh, yeah, just kind of average successful compared to things like the PS4, the Wii, and the PS2. Yeah, so and the Switch is killing it too, and the 3DS did too. So,
0: I think it, it, a lot, I think a lot of what that generation was was just prices. Yeah, like the PS3 was ridiculous when it came out.
2: Yeah,
0: um, at least yep. so, you know. It, in terms of what we had seen in the past, I mean, we had never seen like what was it like six or seven hundred dollars when it yeah, came out. It was six hundred dollars at launch,
1: and before that, they had never had a console more than four hundred when the PS One came out at four
0: hundred. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you also had the Xbox, which came out, and you hit the, so you had to buy the Xbox for I think it was like three hundred or four hundred dollars. Plus, you had to buy like a hard drive for another hundred dollars. Plus, if you wanted to play online, you had to pay a hundred dollars for the network adapter. You know, yeah, like it just—I yeah. think price yeah. was a lot of what had to do with.
1: Yeah, and the because the original Xbox had the Red Ring of Death issue too, so it was just like there was that there was... was a lot of, but yeah, there were a lot of. I know the PlayStation apparently had a yellow light of death, but it was
0: a lot more rare,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: and it was it was pretty much only in like the fat models. Yeah, Once they moved, moved to the slim models, models, it was pretty out. well fixed.
1: Well, and it was very interesting how that generation played out. Xbox came out swinging with a banger. They did beat Sony on price point, and they had the online customization, and Halo 3 was like a launch title. And they came out with banger after banger, and Sony, like, it wasn't until later that they really started pushing their first-party games. They got the price point down to where they just started releasing banger first-party games, and they were able to... It was crazy to think they even passed the 360 in final sales. Yeah. Uh, with well, with the...
0: The 360 also had the uh, achievement system right out the gate.
1: Yeah, yeah. trophies
0: were added later, because I remember Metal Gear Solid 4 didn't have it. Trophies. Mm-hmm. And Oblivion yeah. didn't have trophies either. No, which was yeah. Weird.
1: Yeah, it's actually very rare to find some of the older PlayStation games that didn't have trophies. I think Lost Planet didn't have them either.
3: Uh, my first Platinum was on Uncharted, because they, they patched that in. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that was one of the first few games to have trophies retroactively put in.
1: Yeah, it was... It was kind of interesting, so I guess Sony only added them in because Xbox's achievement system was popular, like, oh, crap, and then trophies ended
2: up. I actually it's like a, how it it's a strong goes. selling
3: point, because I, I, when I have to choose between which consoles I get my games on, I always get it to one platform because I want to keep building up my uh, score, even though I don't necessarily care about the score. Yeah. Uh, I just want to accumulate on one platform so that it's kind of ties itself together at a glance.
1: That makes sense. And I actually ended up liking the trophy system more than the achievement system, but I think it's because the gamer score thing doesn't sound as cool as trophies.
3: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I got a thousand gamer. I got the thousand points on that game is like, okay, but you say you got all these uh, bronze, silver, gold, platinum. it sounds like you actually did something rather than just you got some of it or because, yeah, some game, some Xbox games have like the thousand off the bat, but then you have DLC, so you can get like two thousand maybe.
0: <laughs> so I think there's there's some games that have like four. I yeah, it there's,
3: it's a, it's a lot more confusing at a glance what mm-hmm. that score actually means.
1: Yeah, and I remember gamer score was the popular term for a while. Everybody was talking about their gamer score in the late 2000s and stuff. Then the trophy system really took off, and I don't hear anybody talking about gamer score anymore. Like people talk about like Steam achievements, but mostly you hear, "Hey, I platted this game, or I platted that game, or I got all the trophies." That's kind of becoming yeah. more and now. Uh,
0: to be fair, I think a lot of the people we we associate with play PlayStation, so probably that's probably
1: <laughs> also true. I mean, I don't I don't see as much on Xbox, but the Xbox brand is. I mean, outside, the only thing I hear about Xbox now is Game Pass uh-huh. yeah. uh, on the internet. But, yeah, I do know a lot of people are more associated with PlayStation. I don't know if that's just my personal choice of that. I know a lot of people own all the consoles, but I feel like when most people talk about achievement hunting, they talk about trophies. Yeah, That's um, what I personally see. That doesn't mean it's a general of the world, obviously. That's just what I personally see. Um, but um, I will have to say, regarding these sales, though... Um, Mario Kart somehow is just like and we're never going to see Mario Kart 9 because of this I think that's what I hate about the success yeah. of Mario Kart 8 is I will never get a Mario Kart 9 because Mario Kart 8 is too damn successful well, and it, I'd keep, be okay with,
3: with that if they introduced more DLC for it <laughs> well, I mean
1: would be too but like they won't even support the game anymore that's what's wild no. like how would they not added more content to this thing about the sales would probably triple even more it's like
5: yeah, the highest selling Man.
1: game of all time
5: the only thing they even did with this is just they added Breath of the Wild Link, and that's only because they wanted to, like, promote that game more of anything It's it was still on the Wii
1: U version, though.
5: Yeah. All like, of that I was mean, on the Wii U I mean, version. I mean, Breath of the Wild Link didn't come out until after. Like, he was added in, at, like, after. Oh, it, yeah. Sorry, was- that
1: version. You're right. It was regular green tunic link. You're right. Never mind. Pardon me. Yeah. Um, I wasn't even putting two and two together there. Yeah. yeah. I- I main Link on Mario Kart. I haven't played Mario Kart in a while, but that's who I did. I, I would take his, I would take his horse, uh, his mo- horse motorcycle, and just ride the hell out of that game. Um, but yeah, I think is I think is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe one of the highest selling? And I know it's not regular games, but like first party games isn't like one of the highest selling first party games of all time.
5: Yes. Yep. It's currently the highest selling Mario Kart game released like one of them. Like I think the only one that had sold more than it was Mario Kart Wii. And then it's also the highest selling Switch game of all time right now. If we're counting just games that released on Switch. Yeah. If we're if we're talking own games that are only on the Switch, Animal Crossing is the number one game. But if we're ta- but if we're like but if we're combining this with what it sold on the Wii U. And this game easily sold a lot, like at least like somewhere between forty-five to fifty million, because this is yeah. not even taking into account how much it sold on the Wii U.
2: Oh,
1: that's that's fair too. I know I heard it sold like eight million copies, I think, on the Wii U. Um, so in addition to that, it sold well over animal. I know Animal Crossing was giving it a run for its money for a bit. I thought Animal Crossing was going to pass Mario Kart, 8, but I think Animal Crossing with uh, has has died off a bit. Um, it, and animal part Crossing
0: it, is uh the number ten. Uh, for 2021. On yeah. Sales. So I mean, that's it, still it, ridiculous. Like, well, it isn't the pandemic
1: help. that. And I think Nintendo openly admitted if we didn't have a pandemic, we think we don't think it would have sold this much. Like it was going to sell well, but it wasn't. Yeah. It,
3: it was the perfect kind of game to yeah, uh, go into. Yeah, it was. It
1: was the perfect lockdown game. And I had fun with it. I put well over 300 hours into it. I had fun with it. But the problem with it is, is they they haven't done a lot of big updates with it. It's it's it got stale. I did what I that's, needed to do. I did my year-long journey of it. I got my money's worth out of it, and but they, there's no Brewster. There's still no more Nook upgrades. There's a lot of stuff missing, and a few quality lives yeah. to be made. And I'm like, all they're doing now is just adding a few seasonal items here and there, and that's that's about it. And I'm like, that's not enough to keep me going again.
5: That's so, kind of been my issue with Nintendo as of late, because like they, whenever they say they're going to add in stuff post up like updates, it never really like it never really gets me excited because. Nintendo really has a bad record of, like, supporting their games, like, post-launch. Because, like, Mario Tennis, I think, they said they were going to add in, like, you know, new uh, characters, new maps. And I think from that game alone, and only added, like, maybe two more characters, and that was it. They didn't add new maps or anything. Yeah. And, they... so with, like, and, like, and like, I think where most of the updates are getting towards with is, like, Mar- the Mario Kart mobile game, like, what should be what we should be expecting from the switch version they're pretty much putting it on the on the mobile version because it gets the money yeah so like, i, I get that, whole free play that
1: nonsense yeah
5: i yeah but i feel like some games they do a good job with the content because like at least the single player games like mario odyssey breath of the wild xenoblade 2 well, Fire yeah. 3, I mean, you got
1: remember Smash Brothers has gotten plenty of support post launch. I mean, 3 years of support is pretty good for Smash Brothers.
5: Yeah, but it's it's a lot more harder with like cuz like it's a lot easier to like do it I feel with Smash Brothers because like that's such a like that's also not just Nintendo that's, developed, that's also helping with that. That's also like how the laboratory.
1: Oh, well, that's true. We got um
5: Pro.
1: We got a nice Pokémon new Pokémon Snap got a nice free update which I was impressed by. I didn't think it would get any post-game content, and they added like f- somewhere between four and six new courses and a couple hundred more Pokemon.
0: Mm, I need to get back into that one.
1: Or I could have been like 60 Pokemon. I'm probably exaggerating on the, the numbers there, but I thought it was at least four courses and at least 40 to 60 more Pokemon to Snap. The I mean, new Pokemon Snap, by the way, is gorgeous. It's fun. Bodai Namco made it, though, um, which is why I think the quality is top tier for graphics. Um, I think Game Freak uh, did mess with it anyway,
0: but it's it's three new courses and twenty three. more Pokemon.
1: I'm an idiot. Okay, well, I was way off there. I thought, but someone...
5: still, three courses like that's pretty good for
1: it is. Yeah, there was a decent amount of courses already built into the game, and there's quite a bit of Pokemon already in there. I mean, even just twenty Pokemon for Pokemon Snap is significant because the animations and the detail they put on those in that version of the game is. Not like uh what they would do with something like Sword and Shield. Like there there's a whole level of different animation for that because they're actually doing things.
5: Yeah. So I still need to play that game eventually. Yeah. Same with Skyward Sword.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh I really like New Pokemon Snap. I thought it was a quality sequel. I gave it like an eight point five. Um it's just fun. It's 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 a good sequel. If you like the first one, you'll like the second one. So um it offers a lot more. It's like eight hours for the story instead of like two also. From the first one, so nice six hour boost. Nice. So um, yeah, it was worth it. it. It was a lot of fun. I played it. Uh, I played it while I was out of town, and I had a blast with it. So it's um, it's fun. Uh, like I said, it is the most beautiful Pokemon game you'll ever play. Uh, absolutely gorgeous.
0: I need uh, like I, said, I need to get back into it, but. Skyward Sword's gonna stay in my switch until it's done, because if it doesn't I'll never finish it. Just finish <laughs> it. Just do it. You, you need to
3: finish it. it. It's uh in my opinion, the best Zelda ever made. But uh I am also one of the fr- people that never had an issue with the motion.
1: <laughs> I think it's I think it has one of the best stories in Zelda, but I yeah I have to dis- I, I I couldn't do the controls for it. The dungeons were okay. Um the dungeons were decent. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it is, it is it, overall it is, it is solid, but the, the story is the best, it is an origin story. And I think what's nice is they set everything up, how they set everything up is nice. It is one of the Zelda's most detailed stories. Um, I think it has Zelda's probably most, it's probably the most detailed Zelda narrative if I had to, yep. I could argue that. hmm um, Isn't
5: it also the most expressive Link? Because I know Cookie always likes to say that. That's Wind like Waker link, is the most expressive. Especially impressive.
1: when it looks like he's getting sexually assaulted by Giraheim in a temple. Also, Giraheim is one of the better villains in the series. <laughs> <laughs> Giraheim yeah. is hilarious.
3: They've never surpassed the Wind Waker Link as the most mm-hmm. expressive,
1: though. That's true. Wind Waker Link is quite a bit up there, too. The rest of the Links aren't. Yeah, Wind Waker Link and Skyward Sword Link are both pretty effective. Uh, Skyward Sword Link is mostly just, like, Disturbed by Giraheim. because uh, usually Giraheim looks like he's ready to like stick his tongue down Link's throat. It's creepy as fuck. Man. Yeah, it's it's
0: it's, it's like very really, uncomfortable.
1: It is. It's like long and skinny. Or you think he's gonna stick it in your ear, and it's like gonna go down you like through your ear, drum. Down as your
3: long throat. as it doesn't go
5: any lower. Yeah. Right.
0: Giraheim <laughs> eats ass. You I-
5: guys <laughs> are dying. You
1: guys are really. We all know that eats ass. All right, Giraheim is definitely an ass eater, don't you?
5: It,
3: it, it'll be my demise. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh
5: my god! How you guys are talking about this game—it really makes me want to play it.
1: You need to play it. It is good. I also was a big proponent of Giraheim being a character in Smash. I thought they needed him as uh, instead of an assist trophy, he would have been a fun he, character.
3: He would have been fantastic as a character. Yes. Yeah.
1: He would have been. I'm really disappointed they didn't do it because, like, I think he would have been the perfect extra villain to do. And Zelda having two villains would have been good. Like, Ganondorf is great, but, like, Giraheim just has, like, a whole other personality. That's. Yeah. <laughs> I like him it. Him I, or
3: Zant would have been pretty good villain yeah. twist. Yeah.
1: And I like playing as Zant in uh, Hyrule Warriors. They made Zant fun to play with. Um, but. Yeah, uh, Giraheim is just—he's uh, fun. He's just funny. He's like—he's just so different. I love his flamboyancy. <laughs> Better uh trophy
3: would have been
2: Grues. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
1: I hate Groose. Get ready to
0: get the
3: Gruesinator.
1: Oh, if you hated Groose at the beginning of that game, Kaylo, just
3: wait till later.
0: <laughs> he becomes oh. one of the
3: best characters. <laughs> Grues actually has a
0: redemption arc. <laughs> Oh man, I did not expect that. Is actually, a deep character. Holy shit, it blew me
1: away. I remember when he comes back later. Like, I thought he was just gonna be that early game jackass and he was gone. And like when Groose comes back mid-game and actually has character development and a redemption arc, I'm like, yeah, yeah, Gruose is deep.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: if if anything, Caleb, just push through to see Groose's redemption. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to now. I might have to set Tomb Raider aside, but I'll do it. <laughs>
2: Oh god, it's, it's
0: great, oh, God! Oh man, uh, so uh, Funimation bought Crunchyroll uh, for around one point two billion dollars. Um, my time to
3: shine. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah,
0: good <laughs> it's uh. my, my first thought when I saw this. I'm not subscribed to Funimation, but I have been to subscribed to Crunchyroll before. But like, those are the two big. Streaming services for anime, at least that I know of. So, like, yeah, kind of creating <laughs> a monopoly type situation here. Where, so you know. yeah,
1: the anime streaming industry, it is. Yeah, they were the two biggest. Uh, Crunchyroll being the biggest subbed one, and Funimation being the biggest for dub. Both do offer sub and dub. Crunchyroll offers obviously very little dubbed, and Funimation offers actually a pretty decent subbed category. Um, but yeah, so the the kickers in the game were uh, in. I mean, Netflix was kind of in it, but they don't—they're kind of shitty at it, and I wish they didn't have rights to exclusive streaming rights to some animes. But like Seven Deadly Sins would be my perfect example for that. Um, but yeah, it was kind of Funimation and Crunchyroll—they were—they were the two big ones. You kind of had Netflix trying to to dabble in it, and then Viz Media actually had was exclusively doing it with Hulu, um, mm-hmm. so Viz was putting their stuff on there. But then Viz started partnering with Funimation. Um. Which is neat. So you have a lot of biz anime now, even simul dub for biz that'll be on there. Aniplex is the only one that kind of doesn't, isn't really involved with anything. Aniplex now is starting to put some of their stuff on Funimation as well, but Aniplex is the right now the only, but outside of Netflix, Aniplex is the only anime studio that's not simul dubbing. Um, just, just yeah, biz is doing it, and Funimation does it, and Crunchyroll. Uh, I think will, I think they just do simul sub, not simul dub, but. Yeah, they they do simul sub, um, but uh, anyway, this is a big merger, and I love it. Uh, I actually got really excited for it. I, I'm a Funimation subscriber because I, I I'm just a dub watcher. I have nothing against subbed; it's just personal preference. I can't do subtitles and keep up with the action. It's just my thing. Um, I just do what I grew up with, but. I'm excited for it because there's some dubs on Crunchyroll that I want to be able to watch or be able to get involved in it. And the idea of them merging into one is perfect because basically you'll have one hub for like all of the animes eventually. And I think that's perfect because I'm sick and tired of branching out for 500 million streaming services. And I think anime yeah. is more from one hub than multiple ones. I know that it kind of works for, for live action and, and, and mainstream stuff, but like anime I think is a place that just needs a hub. Yeah. Um, so I have heard a lot of stuff around it. I knew when they were going to buy out and everything. I was really excited about it. I didn't know what they were going to do. Apparently they're staying as is for now, but there's talks that like maybe Sony's looking to offer like a crunchy roll um, add on to PlayStation Plus. Um oh, as that'd it be all- nice. Yeah, there's talks about that. And I wonder if at some point they'll do like a combined subscription. Like, you know how Disney has the Disney bundle? Yeah. Um, for that, I wonder if there'll be something similar there where you. You might get like a bundle price for both. Crunchyroll and and Funimation and I I would like to wait for it um, and hopefully something comes out of it uh, because Burn the Witch's dub which is the Bleach spinoff um, that takes place in London it's in the same universe as Bleach but like the dub for that I found out Crunchyroll did the dub and the sub for it and I haven't gotten to watch it yet and I want to watch Burn the Witch (laughs) so (laughs) I need something
3: something to happen with this to make it worth my while
1: I
4: just
3: hope Crunchyroll and Funimation combines their uh like a yeah. list of options yeah as, i think they will instead of like two separate hubs
1: yeah um, i think they will eventually i'm sure sony's probably gonna have it to do it that way anyway funimation has been funimation has gotten really big uh too they really i mean they were always kind of like the premiere for dubbing and stuff but they've really found a way to take an off and uh, their simul dub stuff was really got really popular. Um, they were doing My Hero like they were dubbing it the same week as the subs. Like they were giving, they were sending the subs and the dubs out the same week for a while nice. before the pandemic. It was insane. Like that was the only anime they could do it. But they said it was it was like insane to like to have to simul dub it like the same week. And it was neat mm-hmm. that dubbing was finally
0: on the same page instead of two or three weeks behind. Well, let's face it. Okay. If you're gonna pick an anime to simul dub, it should be My Hero Academia. Yeah, I
5: after it was like um. So, I know sure what they used to do is that they used to have the symbol dub, somewhat like seven dub for like the first six episodes or so. But then, because of how they were doing it, they were able to continue it until like for like the first half. And then the second half was always like when they started delaying it, by like a one or two weeks. And now, with like this, it's like it's, you're just lucky if you're going to get the dub or not. When it comes to this, the only thing I can hope for is I just want them to be able to rush out the My Hero Academia new movie because I want to see it as quick as possible we will be on
1: top of that one quick. They have a very good relationship with Toho, um, so um, I think they'll 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 get it out in theaters pretty quickly. Even the Dragon Ball movies don't have too much of a delay now. I think Super Broly was out around the same time as the sub. So, it's like
4: a
5: month after. It was like a month after because yeah, perfect. It, it used to cause... be. It used to be six months.
3: Yeah, so. a month is really good considering the amount of work put into localization
1: yeah 20th century yeah. fox by the way owns the rights to the dragon ball z movie so that didn't help either when uh uh battle of gods came out and stuff people were wondering what was taking so long And Funimation's like well the problem was is like fox at the time owned the rights um to dragon ball z movies and so like funimation and stuff yeah. could help, but fox had to make the decision so that's what they get around but i think Fox and now that you know Disney owns Fox and all that crap and they figured it out. But yeah, the difference of like a month or two is great. The Demon Slayer movie was a that I, that's an exception to the rule, I think, because that, that didn't come out too far behind. But the
0: pandemic kind of delayed a lot of stuff like mm-hmm. Fun Animal dub went well, like that one. Wasn't that one supposed to come out like almost the same time and then it got delayed because of pandemic? Yeah, it was, 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 like, yeah,
1: was going to be a difference of a few weeks. And at that time, Funimation was like trying to dub from home. Like, they weren't... Nobody was in studio, and so, like, the dubs were, like, so inconsistent. Like, Black Clover fell off. Like, you might you were lucky to get, like, a Black Clover episode a month. Uh The My Hero dub was, like, sporadic every few weeks trying to finish out the, like, the remaining of the season and stuff. And they just... And I, I'm not joking. Two months ago, they finally got, like, everything back on a consistent sample-dub schedule. Like, My Hero was on a consistent schedule, but it's not week-to-week anymore. It's, um... It was it was like two weeks behind, but they're catching up now because I think they took a week off in Japan, so that closed the gap a little more. But Black Clover is like almost done; they're finally weekly doing Black Clover, and they're kind of running full force again, which is which is really nice. But it was rough during the pandemic, like when they shut down, they shut down, and you were lucky to get anything. And I was like dying from anime, like I couldn't get anything, and the subs were continuing as usual, but like the simul dubs weren't. It was it was rough. Um, that just means as- you
3: need to pick up a new anime.
1: Well, I did. I, I tried to find some other stuff uh, to fill in the time. It was just, it, 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 the pandemic was rough for me uh, in, in anime land. I was I was hooked to a lot of stuff. But they also, they got their act together, though, for Attack on Titan. And that was when the winter was bad. They still weren't simuldubbing enough, but they said that they put all their resources into Attack on Titan um, to get that, to keep. And I think at that time, it was a miracle that they got the dub like two or three weeks behind attack on titan that was a miracle at the time because they were pumping like i said stuff out like once a month
0: so
3: i don't um, i don't know if there's a dub for this but you need to watch erased
1: there is a dub for erased i have heard of it i'm um
3: yeah i i've
1: got a quite a few i need to watch i need to finish jujutsu kaisen and then um there's this new there's this new anime that Crunchyroll did the dub for. They partnered with Toonami on here in the States that I'm actually... I, I I recorded on my DVR that I'm like, I'm excited. It's a new pirate anime. And, you know, we don't have a lot of
0: pirate animes outside of One Piece.
2: I,
1: um, I,
0: I really want... Like, I read One Piece, like, a long time ago. I read... I can't remember how many volumes, but I've been like, oh, it was so good. I want to get back into it. But then... It's just so daunting. Like I don't want to be watching it for the rest of my life. Great. I couldn't do I heard One Piece
1: gets <laughs> so better like in the latter half of it, but like One Piece is such a it's such a slog, like the first few hundred episodes.
5: It's like off and on, there's
1: like good arcs and really it's, bad
5: arcs. I mean, for me it's like with I managed because I actually caught up to that anime. You know, that was because like since like the the blessing and curse of One Piece is that they tend to just put five like when you watch the episodes you're watching seven minutes of it. So it's like five minutes, like three minutes of just the uh, intro, five minutes of the re of a recap, including introductions to each of the different characters, plus like seven to eight minutes of actual like you know story from the episode. Because because with one piece, what they're doing now is like they're just only adapting one chapter at a time. Because for whatever reason, Toei Animation does not want this animated stop. since it's like one of their like you know long. Ongoing series, so just watching this, it's kind of like f- funny. Well, now that the, from what I understand, the new art what like they're doing right now, the one arc is actually really good because they actually inc- like increase the animation quality and the production stuff to the point that a lot of the episodes actually look really good. Like, I like how uh Super Dragon Ball Super Broly looked or like the new One Piece movie. But- Same.
3: Describing sounds a lot like the Dragon Ball formula, where it's like a 10 minute episode with uh, 10 minutes of.
5: That's because Yelling. it is. It's the same <laughs> yeah, least, company. Here's yeah. my argument,
1: though. At least the Dragon Ball fights were good.
3: Yeah, uh, definitely for sure. God,
1: I mean, One Piece is fine. I like I said, I I haven't seen the. I heard it gets better like after episode like 500, which is by the way is ridiculous. No. It take 500 no, episodes for
5: fights to pick my, up. My hard take on that is that the post the time skip stuff is completely. It's really bad, in my opinion. I do not. I feel like the po- like the arcs after the time skip stuff are worse in the anime right. compared to like the, po- the pre three stuff. Yeah, because, like, this.
2: Like,
1: right now, because- I, I've watched. I, I've watched over two hundred fucking episodes of One Piece. Okay, I'm gonna be. Honest. I've watched a lot of the 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 early arcs. Okay, and Arlong Park, by the way, was top tier. Okay, I really liked Arlong Park. Okay, that was a good arc. I, I, I will say the fights were. Compared to the rest of One Piece, were better, and I liked uh, the Alabasta arc, and that was that was actually fun. Uh, that was good, but the fights are the fights are mid or subpar, and the rest of the arcs been guard. The Sky Pia was like the worst fucking canon arc I've ever watched in my life. Um,
5: give you, I will agree with that. Like it. it was just kind of that one was just kind of useless for me. My favorite, more. I feel like at least from the arcs that I've seen, my favorite one is definitely Enis Lobby, just because I like the emotional aspect of it since it's more yeah. like because like that one has like more of like an emotional aspect like emotional story too it because there's a lot that was going on that was like really impactful to the overall story like that one i i definitely i i kind of cried a couple times during
1: that arc <laughs> fine it's just one piece to me is just really for something as long as it isn't about the journey it's just like it's so inconsistent to me it was like it starts off like but even i blame off, that or... more
5: on like the anime because like the anime itself just does not adapt the story well Oh, like, apparently not god,
1: because god and then everyone oh sorry
5: because the problem with them like i said before is that they adapt one chapter at a time because yeah. for whatever reason Toei does not want this anime to stop like it literally at one point like if if you honestly found that the elite that the current arcs like the older arcs weren't really that good you're not gonna you would not like the newer one because let me tell you this. Dress Rosa, Dress yeah. Rosa was literally two years of dragged out. You think that the fights were mid for dress for like all the other ones. Dress Rosa's arcs were the worst because they were dragged out to a point where, because you know how like Dragon Ball Super had those moments where like you just had in, like three minutes of intense staring between like Goku or Vegeta like and, and like the villains. This one was just like five minutes of just pure two characters punching, like, just having themselves in, like, a standoff. Like, just, like, like you could just, like, you see their hands just, like, you know, hitting each other, like, the static and everything, but it's like, that's that for five minutes. It's, it's, yeah. it's dragged on, and then it's like, oh, next episode. Next episode, oh, Luffy kicks him. Next episode, he headbutts him. It's like, it's... There's, there was legit an episode where it was literally just people crying for, like, Eight minutes straight. Yeah. See,
1: like, I, I I probably won't finish One Piece. I, I got to. Everyone told me that like once I got to Water Seven, I'd be happy, and I started Water Seven. Even Water Seven was starting off slow, and I was just like, I'm burned out. Like I'm done. Fuck this.
5: It's like I, I, the, the thing with like the One Piece story is like each arc actually starts pretty exactly the same. They get to the island. They go and do some random stuff. Then they end up meeting the villains of that arc, of that arc early on. And then they learn the history of this of the islands, and then something happens. And then they end up getting dragged into that island's like political stuff or whatever. Yeah, they get
1: they get dragged into the conflict, and Luffy ends up being useless half the fucking time, and he puts up a shitty fight half the time. It's just
5: ugh. yeah.
3: That doesn't sound like a show I would enjoy at all. No, it's
5: not. It's like it's because it's, it's like I said, the mo- the anime doesn't adapt it well because at least like because like they make the they make Luffy look weaker than he actually is because in, in the well, manga. Luffy is
1: worse than Goku when it comes to be unreliable. Like, the whole plot of Dragon Ball Z is Goku, like, basically being unreliable most of the entire plot, and then at the end of the day, he goes in and basically
5: busts a nut all over the enemies. And because at least, like, in the manga, it makes a lot more sense from a power scaling point, because at least, like, with the anime, as I said, it's just like... Like, for example, in, like, the Dressrosa arc, they have Luffy, Luffy be canonically weaker than what his power is supposed to be, because they literally put him in like a power struggle between him and the villain. But in the manga, when he was so he was his power was he was a lot stronger to the point that during that power the power struggle in the anime, he just broke through it immediately and just knocked out the person straight up. So like it's just more like they don't really show that. Because like at least with Dragon Ball, it was consistent with Z. In Super, it was basically just like, Oh hey, there's Super Saiyan Blue, oh now Super Saiyan Blue Kaioken, at least Ultra Instinct. Now now yeah, the
1: manga, make fun of itself. Dragon Ball started to make fun of itself and become more self-aware, though, as part of its okay. game.
5: It's worse. It's really funny in the manga because now it's Ultra Instinct Super Saiyan. Now, like uh, it's it, it gets to a point where it's like they, they don't even know what to do anymore. Like I wouldn't be even surprised if they ended up just saying, "Oh, hey, we're bringing Super Saiyan Five to this world." And they're just hey, though just...
3: that Dragon Ball set itself up so that it can keep doing this without it being a problem because it's just funny. Yeah, it is. Well, and they're making fun of it. they they they've
1: gone to the route though where the power levels and all the other like forms and stuff are made to be ridiculous, so they're just trying to make the enough entertainment and just be funny with it. And I like that they're self-aware now. That's
3: a way the to way get it I, The way I see it, the power the the whole power situation has been the same from the first arc to the second arc to the third. It's like that's a, that is the subplot of each arc. Yeah. And it's it's more about the actual story that's not power related that it is. The villains apparently the have
1: got in the manga. I've heard that the villains have gotten a little more interesting and, in, and in some of that stuff. They said that like post super Broly, like there's stuff that's good. I don't know when they're bringing the anime back. Cause the next movie takes place, um, 10 years, uh, five years into the future from where super left off, which puts it right at the end of dragon ball Z, like right before the world tournament, like pan is five, like it ta- it's going right there. They're like really close to like the end of Z, uh,
4: for that movie
5: kind of makes me think if it's like going to be after like the the manga as well because from like right because the manga actually even made a reference to oob because they they actually legit show oob in the in the store and they they show a lot of like what what happened to him the new movie's
1: taking place after the the arc or whatever it's called yeah they're they're um it's taking place after that uh five years after that four or five years after that um and it's, like, they're time-jumping everywhere with the movie. So, yeah, like, the manga will be in the past, but the movie's in the future, and I don't know how these timelines are going to meet and where the hell the series is going. I just want them to bring back the freaking anime. And just... well, I know
5: they're, well, I know they're setting it up, at least, because, like I said, they showed off Oob, when they actually did kind of, like, uh, tease him to be really, really strong, like, stronger than how he was at the end of Z, because apparently, like, they made some thing where, like, apparently Oob has God-Key, because apparently yeah. there was... There's like this whole thing where apparently e- because what, the reason why Majin Buu was fat was because he absorbed one of the yeah. Supreme Kais. And yeah. what happened was that when he split between both his evil side and his good side, his evil side actually got the Supreme Kai's god key. And when Goku destroyed uh, Kid Buu, the, that Kid Buu then reincarnated and Oob ended up getting that god key from that, which is I'm kind of like trying to understand, like, like okay, so somehow he's able to continue getting that same power that he had beforehand, and now it's gonna be that he has God key and he can access that power well like it's it's just it's really Uh, it's it's gonna be
1: very i don't know where it's gonna go with it i'm assuming they eventually will go past the end of z and figure something out but i know i mean they've also set up vegeta where he sounds like he's supposed to be the next god of destruction too because vegeta has god of destruction power now so oh yeah
5: his his new his new form is really awesome
1: it is yeah i mean there's still fun stuff with it but i I won't keep dragging on about it um so i know we have other topics to get on to
0: (laughs) just a couple (laughs) um so uh moving on to the next one the life is strange remastered collection uh has been delayed till 2022 the switch version of true colors which is going to be the new one uh is delayed till sometime later this year um mainly just due to challenges with the pandemic uh and the developer said it's uh to help alleviate the strain on the team. Like they don't want the team to be super pressured or have to work, you know, extreme hours or anything to get the, the remastered collection and the switch port out. So they're delaying them. So
1: my, my only comment on that always be is, Hey, they just need to take as a long time. You know, t- the times are rough right now and we don't, you know, studios, things happen. So, uh, you know, a delayed game can still be a good game. Uh, a crappy game is always a crappy game, whatever that Miyamoto used to say. So, mm-hmm. um, I think just take as much time as you need. I don't have anything else to say on the subject. So.
5: Yeah, all I'll say is that Doom Eternal waited took its sweet time making the switch port. For when I understood the switch port is excellent. So for me, them delaying it just to make it just to make it work not only for the teams so they don't have to overwork themselves, but also just to make the game a little bit more polished on the Switch. Hey, I'm fine with it. And with the remaster stuff, that's also fine as well. There's still the older they're still the old titles on the other game. So people mm-hmm. really need to play like the new like the old games again they can just go back and play for the old ones cuz they're not really that expensive
0: no uh, they're they're pretty affordable
3: i've always supported delays for the betterment of the employees as well as mm-hmm. the game experience itself but i've always believed too that there's way more than enough games to occupy your time if a game does get delayed so it's like just play something else if you don't if that game you want isn't coming out
5: yeah. Like, it, it, this doesn't, in the, the thing is that this doesn't even impact the PS4, PS5, or the Xbox series versions of the true colors. So, like, there's, mm-hmm. if people want to play, they can still play it day one. If the people want to wait for the Switch version, they also can do that as well. So, it's like, the, no harm there.
0: What I'm curious about is uh, because they had, like, the day one edition uh, that was supposed to include the Life of Strange remastered. So I'm wondering if they're just doing away with that, or if they're gonna be like, here's a code that will work when the game comes out next year, or, uh I'm just curious to see what they're gonna do with that. That'll what I be-
5: what what think they can do, they're gonna probably do what they did with Doom Eternal. Because with Doom Eternal, you can if you didn't buy the game that day, you can still get it later. Because I know that for example, like uh with uh the like doom 60, because when you bought Doom Eternal. You got Doom 64 as well, along with it free of charge. So I think they're just going to probably just like keep that same edition, but make it so that the remastered collection will be um, free when you buy it when, you, when it comes out next year. They'll probably just do something like that where like it'll recognize that you bought the day one edition and oh. that it'll say, okay, so when these games come out, you'll be able to just download them and play them as you see fits.
3: Yeah, it wouldn't be hard to code a unique signature for the day one edition Mm -hmm. that it doesn't say it on your trophy list or game list. But when the game data is being read or whatever, it'll be like, oh, hey, this is the day one.
0: No, I was going to say they could also just do like a day one code. That you yeah, just that put too. In and, and and just it puts it in, and it just puts a little marker like at the bottom corner or something that says, "Hey, this is the day one."
3: It, it could see. easily just be a code for a valid pre-order mm-hmm. that you can preload, and as if it was, you had just bought it separately.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, we also had the. Uh, Nintendo in, uh, Indie Direct this week. Um, honestly, I have not had a chance to watch this yet, so... I, I uh, didn't look anything up on it, so I have no comment. I can't provide any
1: valid feedback on it. I uh, I had one heck of a week this week, and I just I just didn't have time between the kidney stone and my daughter's birthday. I just... I was... I couldn't get into that part of it, so I apologize.
0: Oh, I forgot I it was your it. daughter's birthday this week.
3: I watched it, but... uh. Like, other than, like, seeing a, a few, quite a few games in there that were, like, oh, okay, this could be interesting. Like, nothing really grabbed me. So I feel like this is more of an Eric territory for this update. I know
0: Eric was excited about it, but I've heard good things about some of these games, like uh, Boyfriend Dungeon is supposed to be really good. Everyone's Axiom about Verge Boyfriend 2. Dungeon.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot, of the, a lot of the games also, like, a lot of the indies that they actually announced during that day they're actually now you can actually just buy them now because like they over, they self-released it. So no uh Axiom Verge is also coming soon as well. That's gonna be like the thing I think that one's out already. And
0: I think so too. I've seen reviews for it already. So
5: Yeah, so like I think that one's also uh, there's also that one indie game the one Nintendo game that was announced, I think, uh during like the their E3 conference. I forgot the name of it, but it's like that it's like that one game that kinda looks like bleach. With like the like how they the characters kind of look like those. Uh, round What what was the name of those uh, like the enemies from Bleach? Like the, the ones one. with the masks.
0: The Iran car.
5: cars? Yeah, I think they they kind of look like the Iran car from Bleach. So like does that's, that's like the vibe I got from that, and then there's also the big game that I was actually really the one that I'm actually really excited for that was announced during this was Bomb Rush Psycho um Cyberpunk, that's the. Uh, Because if y'all remember when I said that Jet Set Radio lives, that's the game because that's actually a spiritual successor to that Jet Set Radio as a series because the creator of this game, he actually had gotten the go-ahead from the creator of Jet Set Radio. Like, he gave him his blessing to make this game the spiritual successor. Like, he's trying to, like, keep it so that it stays faithful to the art style and kind of, like, movement type of Jet Set Radio. Because it looks like a mix of like the older Jetset Radio, but also kind of looks like it's gonna be a little bit like Jetsa Radio Future. Just with so, like uh, a new fresh coat of paint.
2: Th- so this is
3: basically Mighty Number no. Nine,
0: okay. except hopefully good. <laughs> yeah, that, that uh, was just a bad joke. Yeah,
5: but I have really high hopes for it. It looks it it really has my interest. I know that uh, there like a lot of people like looking at this. The thing that's kind of funny is that I remember when um, this game was originally announced, it was supposed to be like a, a PC exclusive, and there was nothing really, and there was going to come to consoles later, and there was no word about it before. But then this time, it's now announced that this is going to be a Switch timed exclusive for 2022 with the other games, with the other versions coming out at a later date. <laughs> Apparently that ended up getting a for whatever reason. But it- hey, See, no issue with it, but I'm really excited to get a chance to get my hands on this one, so I really do want to play it. Especially since the, I just played TechSet Radio earlier this year.
0: The art looks really good, I'm yeah. just looking at it now. It, so. it does
3: look good uh, from the trailer, from what I've seen. Uh, one of the games that caught my eye that I don't think I'll get, but I wouldn't mind if I got it, is that Tome one there. It looked like Pokemon Snap, but like you're just Peter Parker. Where you just take pictures of real life situations, but it's like a cartoony black and white
4: style. I just I want to play
0: Boyfriend Dungeon. Like that's.
3: I'm I'm most likely getting that game for uh, Jade. For, for Jade, time. I kind of I kind of
0: figured you would be. That seems like something that uh, that would be up her alley. Yeah,
5: I, I remember that game was like announced like I think, thing like. I think it was announced like a year ago because so I remember seeing something. Oh, it was either this game or a game that was exactly similar to it because it was really the same concept where, like, you date your weapons because they turn into, like, these attractive, like, like anime characters. And it's just, like, that just sounds, like, so, like, crazy. But it, it just sounds like something that's just, it would be fun to play.
3: It sounds like something that you would never have imagined should have existed. But once you hear about it, like, it needs to exist.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Fairy Fencer F did something similar to this, uh, where your weapons were were cute anime girls. But uh, and I I think there's something else too. I, I I think I know the one you're talking about, Eric. I just can't get it to to come to mind. So, but
3: uh, the I one that did it one. best is Skyward Sword. Uh,
5: that's all I'll say. <laughs> there is another game that has. That is basically this, but it's uh, how do I say it? Uh, it's known for also being very hentai. Like it's called Valk- Valkyrie Sword, I think, it or Valkyrie Drive, and that game. Oh is yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, just a, it's literally just pure hentai. Cause it's literally just like like the way how you even get the sword is that it's just, since the game was mostly focused on like, on like female characters and like this the weapons themselves are aren't weapons first. They're just like. Like these young, like these female girls, as well. And basically, how they activate the weapons is that they make out, and then it ends up causing the we- the girl to transform into yeah, the weapon. Okay, so really a
3: pure fan service game, which oh, may it's, or it's, may it's, not it's, have a story.
5: <laughs> uh, it's way worse than a fan service game, Frank. I'm there's no literally that's an definition
3: anime- fan service.
5: <laughs> no, it's literally a hentai game. That's all I could say.
3: Hentai is basically uh, an over the top fan service game. Oh, fair uh, enough.
0: That, That's yeah. That's a pretty accurate description.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting. That's all I could say with
5: this uh, boyfriend dungeon, whatever it's called.
0: <laughs> it it looks interesting. I've I've seen a couple people play it already, and and said it was pretty good. So, all right. Well, what the fuck is going on with abandoned?
1: Abandon is just not a game, all right. We got
0: abandon
1: is just a developer uh, telling you they have something and then just pulling out at the last second. It's
5: and from what I understand, because I actually was looking into this, apparently this isn't the first time this developer at this like studio has actually done this. So apparently this studio has no, has been known for uh, like announcing games, saying it's going to come out very soon. And then, just never releasing it, and it's just like this is like the only like one of the very few games they released was a game called The Haunting, I think, and that game was never finished. It was just an early access received like negative reviews, and then just never was released. It's just ugh. my favorite part of this
1: up. was literally when they deleted like all of their tweets. <laughs>
5: Yeah,
1: like we're having—they deleted all of their technical issue tweets, so that it was just like their tweets were. Like half their tweets were erased and went from the trailer is going to be live soon, and then skips to okay, the app's finally live, and I don't know who the fuck uses an interactive app to announce a game. Just give us a goddamn YouTube trailer and move the fuck I mean,
5: on. The, there is like, only one person who has done this, and that's that's the person that a lot of people want or hoping that this ends up being, and that is Hideo Kojima, because he did this with PT.
4: Well, well and that, that's when you the whole thing. That, I'll go. I have go uh, first. When you looked at that tray, that, that that you know two second trailer, they like Silent Hills. The outfit was so... identical to To.
3: the one that Jason th- James Sutherland Oh, Hill. yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Wearing the exact same outfit. I will say
1: this is either a resurrection of one of those two games and just being called abandoned to avoid, like, trademark issues because Konami owns it, or they really are just, like, a bunch of, like, rip-off knock-offs, a bunch of dipshits or something. I don't know. It's one of two things. I but can see is... it
0: being either.
3: <laughs> like, no. uh, yeah. like, if it is, end up being, like, some weird developer that is puts out these fake games, like, if nobody buys it, like, buys into a pre-order, then, like, there's nothing to lose. No, but, like, uh, Sony
1: has contracted them to make something, so, like, that Sony has everything to lose
0: on this.
3: I'm still, I'm still pretty oh. on board with the whole It's Kojima making Silent Hill.
0: I can believe that. I
3: mean, I'd like to like believe he, that. Like, like, if you look at his history, he's been progressively increasing the amount of trolling he's been doing since the oh. early days, like 20-some years ago.
0: They freaking rickrolled people.
3: Oh, yeah. I know! They said they we were getting a trailer, and it was the same
1: goddamn three steps that we yeah. saw, like, already on, like, Twitter. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Blue box? More like blue balls.
5: <laughs> oh, no, I'm yeah. surprised again. they didn't just, like, do, like, a secret trailer thing on the app. Like, they just, like, it's just a trailer. They posted on the Twitter. So they just read like, and see like i never oh, Yeah, what to... I was yeah.
3: saying is that, uh, like, Kojima has been upping his troll game since the early 2000s like he's been like when metal gear 4 was announced they're like hey guess who's directing this game and then you see a a chair you see a director's name it's not his and then there's this little bit of an action sequence and then you finally like see snake sit on this chair and then the back of the chair's director name falls down it's a different director's name it's still not kojima but then it falls down once more and then you see Kojima, so it's like even back then he was saying two different developers were making this game.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and like yeah. when when that theory started going around, you know, they posted the video of oh, here's you know the the you know head producer or head developer, you know, whatever whatever they called them, and and it, I thought you can just hire an actor, like there's no way to prove that this is the real you know real person.
2: There's a lot
3: of people mean, convinced like that, that shit uh, like that I don't. Remember. There's a lot of people convinced that Hassan uh, is uh is an AI in game engine person speaking to us rather than an actual person. Yeah.
5: i not even say real. that but streak they actually found us. So this actually is a legitimate person. The question is is he was is he actually the game director of Blue Bonds, or is he the some like the just Hazam that was contracted by Kojima to just basically pretend to be this, which I don't even yeah. know at this point. But Hassan As- was hired was Hassan As- 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 was hired
1: by Kojima to blue ball us all the way until the real game is actually Because if
3: you look
5: at their digital
3: footprint history, like there's very little and this is like in an age where we you can't really hide much. Like yeah. there's only breadcrumbs that were put out. I'm pretty sure the haunting thing was uh an intentional bad experience to kind of give a fake history, and then like, if you look, if you look up where the business register, uh, where the business is registered to exist, the address, there's a advertising agency called "Don't Be Silent." Like exactly right there.
1: <laughs> That's interesting. I here's here's the interesting thing about this whole thing, and I, I mean it is funny. Um. I mean, I know, Eric, you post in the Discord, like, the, the blue boxes is, is a big scam, and I'm trying to figure out if it's, like, all of this history, because had anybody really heard of Blue Box before they just magically appeared out of it, and uh,
0: uh, are they uh, trying to pull a Mandela effect on us, trying to make us think they were real? I've yeah. never heard of the studio before. I it, when, I, when I first started seeing it, I thought it was, uh, uh, what's the what's the other one that remakes all the games? Uh,
2: blue Blue Point. Point.
0: Yes, I thought it was Blue Point at the start when I saw it. Yeah,
1: and so it's very interesting, and it's a level of trolling. And yeah,
5: I mean, the Kojima
1: theory obviously does seem, seem legit. I mean, he could create some guy named Hassan to basically fuck with us. Uh, I mean,
5: the reason why a lot of people believe this is Kojima because this is something that isn't, some, this is something that he's done before. Because I don't know if you have. Cause like with Metal Gear Solid Five, the Phantom Pain, he literally made a fake game studio called Moby Dick Studios. He, he did and it for literally...
3: PT as well, which is like, like yeah. part of the point.
5: Yeah, like he did, cause like even Moby Dick Studios even said like multiple times they were not like related to Konami, they were not related to Kojima or any of that. And there's like during an interview, they even had Kojima literally wrapped around in bandages, like how he is in the game. And, like, kind of, like, pretending, like, he is this completely different person. So, yes. it's, like, it's interesting, but it's also, like, I feel like it. I'm at the point where I need to see, like, at least <laughs> 10 minutes of actual gameplay. I don't want to see a four-minute clip, like, a four-second clip of a dude walking out of a door, because for me, that means nothing. It can oh. it can look exactly like the character from Silent Hill, but unless I see actual in-game that like like a 10 minutes like gameplay reel showing what the game is about and all that like them saying to me that this is not Konami or, or any of that it's nothing and it's just Wait. like
1: I, I think the I, thing was oh sorry go ahead frank
3: i was just gonna say i'll I'll say one thing is that the uh, given how much people are angry about this and how uh this is strongly associated with playstation support the fact that PlayStation has come out to address this anger suggests that this is all a stunt that has been agreed upon ahead of time. Yeah,
1: that would make sense, I guess, because, yeah, and I also don't think that Sony would intentionally just go hire a bunch of fuck-ups when they value their first-party games as highly as they do. Sony's very serious about first-party, so you're right, it could be... And they have a very good relationship with Kojima and know that he pulls this shit all the time. So Sony would yeah, probably yeah. think, yeah, the marketing is good. Because I will say, if it's not related to Kojima, these guys are a bunch of fuck-ups. Like, the marketing got to the point to where it was kind of funny at first to, like, okay, this is getting fucking ridiculous. Like, uh,
3: Blue, Blue Box I mean, Game Studio was founded exactly one year after PT was announced.
1: <laughs> no, that tells you. So, that could, that, I mean, I guess you could say that, yeah, uh, after... Kojima and Konami split and stuff. Yeah, he could. This really could just be PT, and they just rename it to Abandon and use the same thing. Yeah. Um, and doing it because if Konami owned the rights to PT or owns the tr- the right to the name PT, then like you can just call it Abandoned and make the same fucking game,
5: and no one will know. Man, yeah, basically. Like, because they even said on, even on the app it says playable teaser, so it's like it's little. So like the idea that it can easily be PT is interesting. Like it's gonna but it's just like the way how it's being handled is kind of like you know, them dragging them out. I will say though, if it's PT, people are gonna shit their
1: pants. Like (laughs) Mm -hmm. not just in excitement, but actually shit
5: their pants
3: playing the game because I heard that demo was fucking insane. Oh, it was ridiculous.
0: ridiculous. I didn't get to play it.
3: One of my favorite clues with these with this whole blue box conspiracy, and it's like it's not this one could be just coincidence. But uh, the abandoned trailer that they released like earlier this year, like much earlier, uh, where he's just walking through a forest. Yeah. Uh, that forest was found to be just an Unreal Four tech demo that you could buy, like anybody can use. Uh, and it's called procedural forest, where and it, <laughs> the the first letter is P and the last letter is T. Oh God. <laughs>
5: and I'll the only reason I'll give credit to this is because I don't know if you guys have also followed this or Kido Kojima, because they also been posting a lot of interesting things because like Norman Reedus on his Instagram actually posted a video of like, you know, that mascot character that was in Silent Hill, like that, that Easter egg character, like that looks like the bunny. Mm -hmm. Like he he posted a video, like like I guess like a like a one or two minute video with him and that character, that Easter egg like bunny, like the mascot from those games. And it was, like, very weird, very creepy. Like, the, cause it kind of was trying to make it look like as if, like, it was from, like, the game itself. So a lot of people are thinking, like, what is Norman Mink is doing? Is he actually, is this mean like, if it's going to come back with uh, as, as part of her PT? Because he was set to star in Silent Hill a lot. Like, like uh, I guess, in an assembled cast. So, before it ended up getting cancelled, and then he was contracted to play in Death Stranding. But, I don't know. like, Because, like, the question's going to be if what ends up happening with this game, and if it ends up being Kojima, because he also was posting at one point pictures of dark mystical forests. I think one of his comments was saying, like, this: the night is ever so silent.
3: Kojima's definitely what? been, like, putting out tweets that are... Questionable at best, (laughs) and like uh, there, there was one where the other day where he just posted a song he was listening to, and that song happens to come from an album that shares a song that was used in the abandoned trailer, (laughs) and (laughs) oh man, what was I? I forget what else I was gonna say, but Uh, oh yeah, Konami in the past has flat out went on record to deny any possible rumors and say no we're not actually doing that and blah 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 but so far they've been very forgive the word silent about this
0: well i i don't think konami's involved in this one at all because they just they just bought uh the whatever it was blooper blooper the team that made the medium to make silent hill games so i don't think i don't think konami's in, in on this one
1: no, I don't either. I, I don't I don't think it is even a silent hill. I, I think abandoned and I'm gonna be honest with you, abandoned more realistically is probably like PT being resurrected.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and, maybe, uh but, but I, I will say is, like, uh Noir Noir was involved in the in this abandoned game and they've been involved with both Metal Gear Five and uh Death Stranding. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, I I, I think I, the Kojima theory, I think, is legitimate the more we talk about it. There was a time where I was questioning it a little more. But yeah, I think the Kojima thing is legitimate. And I think the biggest thing with this is, um, I, I, I don't know, the more I think about it, the more I, I like the idea that Kojima's fucking with us and he's resurrecting PT as something called abandoned. And that cool. abandoned is going to be PT.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. that would just be a huge, like, middle finger to Konami also. Like, hey, guess what? I'm going to make yeah. one of your biggest franchises better than you are, you know?
1: I mean, he yeah. has ever right to do it since Konami's a bunch of assholes, so... Yep. I, mean, I mean, he's like...
3: basically pulling a Mighty number 9, but doing it right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I
5: don't know, it's like, it's weird because, like, even before this whole thing with abandon started, there was people thinking he was going to go back and make a... Uh, either Silent Hill or at least make a horror game, because he said it. He's he's always said that He wanted to make a horror game. There was a point. I think he even said that He was pinning his next project, and one there was a picture of him just like writing down the script for those for the new his newest game. And people were literally zooming in on the pencil, and the pencil said Silent Hill, and it's just like you people are like looking at every little like little attention to detail to see what he's doing and what he's saying. Even I, the I can pencil... chalk that
3: up to just him getting a pencil from when he was supposed to work on
5: something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that one probably
3: is irrelevant. Yeah. He
1: probably kept it, but Konami's not gonna yeah. let Kojima touch Konami's not gonna let Kojima touch anything, other IPs mm-hmm. anymore because they hate each other. Like it's not and I, I actually do think the PT thing would be abandoned being like PT uh, would be would be the middle finger. Konami not Konami Kojima has every right to do it and he can do it because he knows he knows how to get around it legally. Yeah, you, know, you can call it a different name, and you don't have to use the same anything that Konami trademarked. He knows not to use, and he'll just rename it, and it's good.
5: Basically, when, yeah. um, to be fair, like we also live in the universe where Nintendo literally got around naming their character Sherlock Holmes, and all they did was just switch the first two letters of the name. So instead of Sherlock Holmes, it's Sherlock Holmes. So yeah, at I mean this point, like it's easy to get around copyright at this point. No, <laughs> it is. It
1: is very easy to get around copyright. So like, I uh, mean, Kojima uh, can do it with PT. Hell, it could still be Silent Hill, but it could be called something
3: else. There there's great uh, support for that theory because uh, I think what was it, the Silent Hill character is uh, James Sunderland and like uh like P- abandoned apparently involves a guy named james longfield or something and it feels very samey in that sense
1: well, then it could be it could be just an offset silent hills then. it could be what he was going to do for silent hills but he can't use norman reedus and he uh j- maybe just i mean we don't know
5: way. if it's we don't really know because like i said not, norman reedus was also posting stuff about silent hill as well so all we know is that that he because he, he, he norman reedus is not contracted by Konami.
1: Like, yeah i, I don't i that? don't I don't know what I don't know what Konami owns the rights to in terms of mm-hmm. certain properties or people's uses for silent hills but or e I, PT. Well, sure I, for I doubt they uh,
0: they probably own that the, there's probably something that that he couldn't be used in like to some extent, but I doubt they have some they had something in the contract that said he couldn't be in a similar horror game like think, that's like, a little bit too much No,
1: I was wondering, though, if he wouldn't use Norman Reedus for the sake of it being too obvious, and he used instead use Reedus and Death Stranding, and then he's not going to use Reedus for something like that. But I mean, maybe PT makes more sense, and PT would be more off the mark than pushing Silent
0: Hills. Well, and I, okay. I think uh, Kojima and, and Norman Reedus, I think, have become friends since all that started. And they he, like he definitely is somebody who will cast his friends and and will will try to work with people that he wants to work with. And then you have um, part of Brian, who just like I need to be friends with Kojima so I can get mm-hmm. in this shit. Well, and you know, like uh, like same with like Guillermo del Toro, like he liked his movies, he wanted to work with them, and so he made a game with them.
5: Yeah, well, you know, but now you now del Toro was part of the game. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Uh i hope del toro is actually we find out that when this is kojima that del toro is also involved in this horror game abandoned and then just everyone will lose their fucking minds
0: I, I i imagine he he might be helping right i mean if it is what it is he might be helping with like writing or something like that but i hope so del Toro's fantastic so i mean yeah.
1: I and mean, i was really disappointed about the silent hills thing because you had norman del Toro, and kojima all involved in one game like there was no way that wasn't going to be a game of the year contender
5: I mean, to be fair, they still ended up making Death Stranding, and that game was a game of the contender. Like and even I mean, in that game I had a friggin' Mad Milkinson, as well as like all these other like mm-hmm. huge big stars. So yeah,
0: well, I, it, I didn't mind Death Stranding. I played it a little bit, but my theory on Death Stranding was the people that he was going to use in in PT, he moved over to Death Stranding. Well, that so too. The,
1: I, I, that's why I thought I thought the only reason Reedus was in Death Stranding is because the Silent Hills project got. Canned.
5: Yeah, we'll see. Because like, at least with this, it's like we we don't really know what they're gonna do. If it is Kojima, then we'll know what to expect. At least with like his his way of telling stories and all that. Because I know for cause I remember that there was this thing where like this this manga artist who like very disturbing like horror manga like has a way of like you know anime and, like super just. Dis- creepy like designs and all that like he was like he was like he was like talked to by kojima because he said hey i like your art i want to make a horror game would you want to work with me to like make the designs for it so it's like i feel with this if it ends up being a horror game he'll probably he's gonna have like a huge set of people that's gonna like help create this thing and make it as very horrifying terrifying as as possible
1: Yeah, I know. I agree. I I, there's there's so many things we could do. And I do hope eventually we do get our actual reveal. I mean, the trolling has been going on for a bit now. And I mean, it's kind of been funny, some of it. And then I think most recently, I'm like, all right, let's let's actually figure out what this is like. Let's let's get a real thing going here. Let's get some real hype. I think um, I'm kind of curious to see what it is. I'm like, I, I wasn't as emotionally invested as some other people. Because I like I didn't want to get my hopes up or get too involved in something and just be fucked around with, so I kind of laughed on the sidelines. Um, I,
3: I'm pretty convinced that the developer is pushing the bar as much as possible because there's still a lot of people that are laughing about this and enjoying it, and they really want people to feel angry <laughs> like they yeah, this like I feel I that's what I, mean, I have a no
1: problem with that I think I think at some point though they've they've I think some point in the next couple of months they probably need to, to do something right a little bit
5: Yeah <laughs> The problem is is like why should we have like they've been egging this on for already months it's like they've been saying they've been going back and forth between tweeting off random stuff that would connect it to Silent Hill then saying it's not Silent Hill it's not Kojima it's not Konami and then complaining that people are not believing them, and then saying that it's been difficult for them, but it's like, they're also this, they're legitimately egging on the conspiracy, because they want attention to this game, but then they're also complaining that people are oh, it, well, believing the conspiracy.
1: Yeah, it's an entire cloud thing, it's a marketing strategy, it's just, that's how you gain attention and all that, and, like, I, it, I think it goes back to the Sony point, too, I mean, I think Sony wouldn't have allowed them to fuck up something like this, unless they were, yeah, like, yeah in on it too i mean that that's the part that and i think adds to it is the
5: problem but the problem is like they're putting it to a point where like expectations for this game are going to be high where if yeah. it's not actually related to kojima if it's not related to Silent hill or just like anything related to like any of those different kinds of corporations or people this game is not gonna it's gonna end losing all that traction because well, the- yeah, and I don't think or- Sony's
1: going to give this studio money if they're real. If that track record is not made up or made as part of a joke, I don't think Sony would go take a gamble on a studio like this. Sony's very big on, you know, the quality and protecting their assets and ensuring. That- Sony and Nintendo treat their first-party the titles very similar. They have a sense of pride in them. Sony is a little more lenient with theirs than Nintendo, but they have a sense of pride and success and quality to it. I don't think they would pick up some pissant indie studio with a shitty early access track record to go make a triple a game
5: yeah i mean to be fair this is also the same people who also like denied days gone when because that game didn't end up being like a critical success to them people it was like a profit so like i'm not really sure like what they can really expect from this but it's like this is like a do or die in this case like well, yeah they, no they it is That's kind of like what I was saying before. Like, I want to see, like, at least a 10-minute gameplay reveal because it's, like, it's, like, showing me a person who looks like a character from another video game doesn't really do anything for me because, like, at that point, it could just... Because in the next trailer they show me, it could be just, like, they dressed him up as, like, a cowboy or something. Yeah. No, I... I, I, like, I want to see what the game actually looks like because, like, if, like, the first trailer they showed us was literally an Unreal Engine, like, demo, and this isn't... So, like, they need to show us what exactly the game is to kind of, like, make us at least, like, understand if it is Kojima or if it's just, like, some random indie studio that actually was trying to play the cards a little too close to the heart. Uh,
3: It'll reveal itself in due time, but uh, I, I don't expect an answer for at least two or three months.
1: Yeah, I think we'll get something towards closer to the end of the year, around closer to the holiday time, sometime this fall. We'll get something a little more, and... I, I think the I think a lot of it does add up. It's got to be something related to Kojima, based on how Sony is handling it and everything. I, else. I, don't I will
3: think... add one more thing, and then I'll probably have to get off. But uh, basically, uh, my favorite thing that I've seen so far was uh, everyone knows that has been seen that that uh, like Hassan's name translated from Turkish to English means Hideo. Yeah. Or or whatever it is. Uh, and then, like, at one point, somebody posted a picture of Kojima with a mustache I to blue already. box, and Blue Box said he looks Turkish
1: Oh, wow, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I think that's about all we can probably talk about at this point. i think I think we've made our point about abandoned and hope. We'll probably have another discussion later about whatever the fuck it becomes. <laughs> Abandon
0: all hope on finding out what this is. And he yeah, soon. right.
5: They told us that this game is going to come out in quarter four of two thousand twenty-one. So they got oh, I don't
0: believe that one bit. (laughs) Shit, (laughs)
5: like they, but like I'm, but we're going by I'm going based on what they told us. So it's like this game will not be out for
3: fucking February. The the the, the playable teaser might be.
2: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) And that's what abandoned
3: is 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 it's a concept, not an actual game, because the true title apparently starts with an S, ends with the L. <laughs> but I'll I'll say whatever ends Phil's up. being highland. As long as the game is not complete ass, like I will get it. Yeah. He could just make the title Hills
1: That Happen to Be Silent.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Misty Hills, uh foggy hills or whatever.
0: Yeah. Quiet Hills. Like, you're quiet Hills. You're, you're gonna... <laughs> quiet mountain. There, quiet <laughs> mountain.
5: there we go, Quiet there Mountain.
0: Go. quiet <laughs> mountains, yeah, quiet mountains.
5: Silent Carl.
2: <laughs>
0: anyway. Uh, well, all right. I guess we will uh, wrap it up here then. So uh, thank you everyone for listening. And uh, thank you, uh, Brad, Eric, and Frank for, for joining me tonight. And we will catch you guys next week.
4: Good. Take care. It's been fun. All right, thank you. All right. See you guys later. See ya